Test, one, two, test, test, test. Why would that, that's my question, test, 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 one, two, three. That may be it, right there. Hello and welcome to another edition of Audio Input Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, I am Troy Vida. I'm Clayton Ambrose. I'm Jacob. I'm Shay. Salgado. <laughs> wow, amazing. We're all here. Not all of us are here. Four of us are here. And uh, first off, we're going to go around. We're going to talk about what we've been listening to lately. I'm going to go ahead and start off because I'm so excited about what I've been listening to lately. Usually I don't start off, but I'm just passionate so right now. I'm so full of energy right now. Uh, Lucy Dacus, who I want to preach the gospel of right now. She released a great album called Historian. She is an indie rock singer-songwriter, dips into folk sometimes, dips into like, she's yelling about stuff sometimes, um, all around amazing. Uh, she, all her songs seem to have like great like uh, underlying themes, um, specifically her song Night Shift, which I've been listening to on repeat lately. It's about, um, it's about a, a guy she was dating and she caught him cheating on her, but they still live together and they couldn't like change the living situation at the moment. And so she she started working night shifts to avoid seeing him, even though they live in the same house. It's a very emotional song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but stuff like that, like all very like raw and emotional. Mm-hmm. And one of the best singer songwriters I've heard in a while. Is she related to Jason Sudeik? Um I don't yeah, know why, why would she be? <laughs> she said her Lucy. name is Lucy Dickens. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't really know. Clayton, um, you're wild. <laughs> you're wild. You're wild, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just letting loose in the studio tonight with the Jason. Oh, man. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, man. All right. um, that's what I've listened to lately. I've listened to a lot of her. Um, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, it's good. Is it my turn? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. That's all uh, I want to say. I've got a few things. Um, I've been listening to an old classic a lot recently. Um, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning by Bright Eyes. Ooh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a uh, birthday party. <laughs> it's your birthday party. Yeah. That, Happy that, birthday, darling. That I kind of like... I, I used to be a really big Bright Eyes fan when I was like a teenager, and then I backed off, and now I'm kind of coming yeah. back around a little bit. Oh. I, I think I'm Wide Awake It's Morning is really like when he came into his own. <laughs> because <laughs> I think it's I think I'm Wide Awake It's Morning is when he really came into his own. Because like before it felt like like on all albums before it felt like he was like trying really hard, I guess, if that makes sense. Like not not to he's not like it's it's hard to explain. Like, like he felt like he was being too ambitious. Like letting off the happiness, like that stuff? Not in, in, between. in between, in between letting off the happiness and, and, and I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. I'm okay. talking about like Lifted and like Fevers and Mirrors, which okay. are great albums, but they're like, they're, they're, they're almost like too big for their britches. See. Like, I feel like he tries to do huh. way too much stuff on them. And yeah, but like on I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, he comes back and does this kind of more simple, like country folk songwriting type That's stuff. Cool. And I think that works best for him. He's got pedal steel. He's got some petty pet. Petty some petty steel. He's got 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 some petty steel. That's great. Yeah, great album. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's a lot of. Um, no, I'm really into like all the songs on that album. Uh, travel, another traveling song. Great song. Amazing. Great song. Um, uh, Poison Oak. Make Poison me cry Oak. every time. Ooh, yeah. Listen to that album. That's one of my favorite albums. Um, I just want to listen to it. 
hurts me a little bit. When I when I saw I gotta do it. When I saw Connor Oberst live, he played Poison Oak and Lua, and it was a beautiful experience. But um, other than that, uh, been sl- uh, slowly getting back into the idea that Archers of Loaf is the most underrated '90s rock band, which is a stone that's cold a, fact. That yeah, that's a, that's a good take because you you do not hear anybody talk about Archers of Loaf now. Yeah, you it's, don't. It's, it's really upsetting. I haven't even listened to them. I just gather that they're good. Everyone's told me that they're good. They're they good. seem really underrated. I, I will listen to. Archers of Loaf. Uh, another album I've been getting into recently is uh, Laughing Stock by Talk Talk. Oh man, that's good. I don't know if you guys have heard that album. I have, yeah. But um, it's like first wave post rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Which, which really just like confirms the idea that like first wave post rock is better than any wave of post rock oh, yeah. that comes afterwards. It's because well, it's like. Yeah. Like explosions in the sky, like Kashenkor, Godspeed, Black Temper. I mean, they're me? fine with me, but I mean, like, look for the listeners. All right, after listening to Talk Talk, listen to Hex by Bark Psychosis. I actually listen to that album as well. Oh yeah, and good. So that's a good album. It's like it's like Hex by Bark Psychosis, Spe- Talk Talk by Laughing Stock, Spiderline by Slint. All yeah, very great Spirit albums. Of Eden too, and all very unique, and are like all like forty something minutes long. And like they're Godspeed short. albums are like two they're, hours. Long. Yeah, they're pretty short. They're to the point. It's good songwriting too. It's like. I don't know. It's it's uh, the music sounds good. Look, I'll say this: the only song that should be allowed to be twenty plus minutes long is "Impossible Soul" by Sufjan Stevens. Any other song that is longer than twenty minutes long uh, should be banned. Uh, Fire on the Mountain live at Cornell Hall, May third, nineteen seventy seven. Grateful Dead. <laughs> is that longer than twenty minutes? I, I don't know. I really don't know. Actually, I do know. <laughs> Dark Star live at the Fillmore East in San Fran, Fillmore West, nineteen sixty nine. Twenty three minutes. Twenty three minutes. Jacob, what we'll get to, we'll to get to that. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, I wonder am I listening to. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Lisa Le- LeBlanc. Oh, LeBlanc. Uh, I saw her at South by Southwest. So did I. Her, we were together at that show. Yeah, Troy and I saw we were her together. Chilling. Um, <laughs> we uh, kind of reignited my uh, interest in her. Um, for the uninitiated, who's Lisa LeBlanc? Lisa LeBlanc is a quote-unquote trash folk French Canadian. Uh, singer, she writes songs about. Uh, uh, <laughs> so she, so she's she's a French Canadian woman, and her song. Honestly, when I describe her, I usually describe her, she sounds like like Dolly Parton with more grit. Like she sounds like she could be like a, like a classic country singer, but she has like an almost like punk grit to her. She plays the banjo real. Most well. of trashful. She plays banjo real well. She's an interesting figure. I don't she went she sings she's French or no, she's Canadian. She sings in French a lot. Um she seems to pull 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 influence from like classic country, but also like like really rootsy, like down and dirty folk. I don't bluegrass. think you can get me to listen to a genre called trash folk. I don't um, think you can do it. You should you should uh yeah, you should give it a shot. You should abandon all it's your biases. <laughs> I don't yeah. think she's I can. Great. I have a, I have a crush on her, honestly. Have you guys heard of Bird Cloud? Bird Cloud. Maybe if you're into trash folk, maybe you should check out Bird Cloud. I was introduced to them. I didn't like them, but you know, <laughs> somebody maybe, might. Maybe, maybe I will. Somebody might. I know someone who does. There's a person. Who that's should. so. That's so kind of you, Shay. You know, always spreading the like good this. word of bands I don't like. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm fair. I'm unbiased. And facts. I know. I don't care about my feelings. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't like Bird she, Cloud. She, get triggered. She, she has some really good songwriting, though. Um, mm-hmm. Really good songwriting. Some of it you can't understand because it's, it's in a language that I don't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the stuff that's in English, good songwriting. She did a cover of Ace of Spades. She did. The show we saw. It's really that's good. Cool. 
Clay. It's, it's on, it's on her album space. too. She's like she's like a recorded version of this Ace Spades cover. There's just like nothing about this makes me want to listen to it. <laughs> no, 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 Clayton, Clayton. Clayton. All right. Well, when you talk about ska for thirty minutes, I mean, we'll let's scary. talk about ska for thirty minutes. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, I listened to the new Turnstile album. That was album. good. Some I love hardcore. Cool hardcore boys. Uh, I listened to like half of the new album by The Sword, like a local Austin. Uh, used to be a stoner metal band, not so much anymore. And they're just kind of like hard rock. Not really, not really as into it anymore. Uh, doesn't sound great. Actually, no. they they used to sound like like stoner metal, but like even more like like old school than stoner metal. They sounded like they could have just been like Black Sabbath, but still making music. Yeah, I I think I mentioned it before, but their first album is like almost a sleep ripoff. It's like it's like that close. <laughs> it's long. For those, it's, it's not long. It's just it has all. A very similar sound. For those listening, Jacob held his index finger and his thumb very close together. <laughs> he said that. This so that, a so very that's important like, visual cue. Very that's close. How close. Very clo- it would almost look like they were touching if you were looking from afar. For uh, for one second, I want to give a shout out to a, a 2018 album that might fly under the radar for some people, and it's called uh, mm. "Waves" by Donovan Wolfington, mm. and it is not a person. It is a band called Donovan Wolfington, and they make like. Like some pretty like classic like emo like slash grunge stuff, and it's really it's really great. And it's like I'm pretty sure it's their last album. They're breaking up after this one, so it was kind of a bummer to listen really to. Never it. heard and this name. I want to check it out. <laughs> Everybody else who was listening to this and heard the words Donovan Wolfington, and it didn't register anything in their minds. Go listen to that album. It's called Waves. Um, mm. Anyway, it's the only thing I'm listening to. Uh, Eagles of Death Metal, you know, they're just so not controversial and Eagles like, you no, know, just they have great politics and everything. You know, just check them out. They're really great. And that's all we got to say about that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll read off what I've been listening to by my last FM Scrabbles. We've got Rupert Holmes, a compilation just released of his on uh, Spotify. It was called um, Songs That Sound Like Movies. He Made like some really theatrical sounding albums and then won some Tonys because he wrote some musicals and won some awards for You're that. You're talking about the Pina Colada dude? The Pina Colada dude actually has like some great music. Some wow. uh, like it's I, I don't know if you'd like it because it's still like really cheesy. <laughs> but no, but it's like good. I think it's kind of supposed to be funny, honestly. Like a lot of his songs are just ridiculous and they, they seem fairly self-aware. So Rupert Holmes is a good dude. Do you guys know that Jimmy Buffett has a musical? Did you know that Jimmy Buffett has a musical? Book? Does he have? Can you guess what it's called? Was Margarita Villa rock opera? <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen it. I, I've only heard of it. Um, I only know about it because I listen to a lot of my brother, my brother, and me. And they talk about jo- Jimmy Buffett a lot on that show. They interviewed Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> they did interview Jimmy weird. Buffett. That was Jesus. beautiful. Seems like a good guy. Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. Jimmy Buffett. I think he's hanging. He's, all right. he's, he's just, just hanging out. Yeah, he's, he's still in Margaritaville. Yeah. He probably smokes mad weed. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Other than that. <laughs> so, uh, so Steely Dan, I listened to Asia mm. the other day. It was really good. I've been listening to, obviously. To, I, Steely Dan's tight. I like Peg. Oh, yeah. Peg was good. Peg's also, a good song. My, like, my go-to album for them is kind of Can by the It's one I'm most familiar with. Brooklyn, Owes a Charm Under Me. Great song. Mm-hmm, Grand mm-hmm. Parsons. Oh, Tumbling Dice by the Rolling Stones. Crazy song. Crazy good. And then lastly, uh, Grateful Dead, 102 Scrabbles in the last seven days. Man. And these are all like 10 minute songs. I love the Grateful Dead. When you're 10 minutes deep in the jam and Jerry's just ripping one, he's just ripping you one. You know you've arrived. You know you've you're, arrived. You know, you know you're there with you Jerry. You can't get away from you Jerry. Get, yeah, that's like, uh, oh man, it's so good. Shay, I don't <laughs> use this term lightly. All right. But I want to tell you that everything you just described to me is dad rock. <laughs> uh, it might be, but I also don't believe that that's even real. <laughs> 
like that like those are the bands that i think of when i think of dead rock like, i mean like it's just uh i mean i don't know everything is probably cutting edge today and i know the, for the fact the grateful dead were considered like cutting edge so i don't feel bad about it i mean like look they made this music like 50 years ago you know it's all right yeah, yeah. i was more referencing stealing dan and oh stealing dan oh yeah for <gasps> sure but that to me is i love that because i got really into that sort of i don't know the 70s pop last summer it's an extra game of hq going on Seriously? Are you yeah. Serious? Uh, come win $100,000 and HQ Nike sneakers. Oh. Let's just play HQ on the oh podcast. All right, so that's what I've been I, listening to. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Good job, everybody. Oh, and here's, so. here's my, my weekly. This is my new segment. Yeah. And it's called, have an intro? it's called, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the intro is. Do you like some what, cool what's music? It, what's the segment called? Uh, it's called Listen to McCluskey. <laughs> McCluskey. <laughs> Listen to them. <laughs> can, you do, uh, can you do a morning with zoo another voice? Wreck. Can you do this whole segment in a morning zoo voice. What is morning zoo? You're listening to 189 The Dive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Fast Mike. The man on the loose with the goose shape. Uh, you know. Nah, that was like a morning zoo voice. If I was better at improvisation. Improv- oh my God. <laughs> How do you say it? Improvisation. Improvisation. (laughs) That's the word. But the segment uh, concludes with me saying, listen to McCluskey, because McCluskey is probably the greatest post-hardcore band to ever do it. Yeah. 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 The look I'm getting right now is that nobody in this room has ever listened to McCluskey. I believe in post-hardcore. I don't listen to this band, but I believe believe in post-hardcore. I believe in (laughs) post-hardcore. Me too, dude. (laughs) I pray to Steve Albini every night. The name of a comp. Soon to be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's a good name. Yeah. All right. Like a, so let's do it. Uh, what else we got going on? Shay, you're um, actually going to play HQ right now. You, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, did you see any post hardcore at uh, South by? <laughs> yeah. South by Southwest. You, thank you. That is our next topic that we talked about before uh, starting this. Hey. South by Southwest we just happened. About the topics beforehand. We didn't. We, this is not. That ruins the illusion. Completely. This is uh, all off the cuff. <laughs> Um, South by Southwest. So we live in San Marcos. So we're, we're based out of. So we're recording right now. Austin is about thirty minutes north. Um, that is the home of South by Southwest. What some consider the premier music festival, the most important uh, maybe discovery. So. I don't maybe know. So. The face Jacob's giving me, I kind of agree with. South by Southwest is kind of. Over, uh, it's not. Cool. It's not over, and that's the problem. It's. It's. It's not over. It's like. It's like. South by Southwest isn't that. It's a lot of pain. A lot more pain. Okay, okay, okay. So, so Nebraska to visit anyone, I want to get away. (laughs) Two states between me. So me, 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 and Shay, we didn't do anything for South by. Yeah, saw no show. So I want you guys to give me. Yeah. So I went. So I actually had a platinum badge because I I spoke at a uh, a panel. So we uh, South by Southwest EDU, which is the thing. It was a South by Southwest College Radio Day, and I spoke on a panel about um, community building through college radio. And they gave me a platinum badge for doing so. So my panel was Saturday morning, uh, 11 to 12. You were on there with some pretty big panelists, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a girl who was on it, who's uh, Talia Schlater, who is the host of World Cafe on NPR, was on my panel with me. Wow, that's pretty uh, dope. Michelle Fingali, who works at Sub Pop Records. Wow. Jesus. And our moderator was the guy who runs uh, The Current, which is a radio station out of uh, the Twin Cities, St. Louis. Did you blow it? No, I did pretty good. Wow. That, wow. Just, Congrats. There was, it was like a question and answer panel. And a lot of the questions were just like, how do you promote your community? And I was like, well, we work with local bands. That we do. Like, <laughs> There's one thing they, you they can say like, about KT. And they were so like, yeah, you do. And I was like, <laughs> panel. Um, that was pretty much it. 
But the most important part is they gave me a they gave me a platinum badge for doing that. That that but that that worked like the entire time. So pretty much like Monday through that Saturday, I was just exploring, trying to find things. One thing about South by Southwest is that no matter how high of a badge you have, you still get stuck in lines. Cause nice. You're like if there's a show that like is a good show, there's enough platinum badge people to fill it up to where you no. can't be like, I have a platinum badge, I get priority entrance, right? And like, no, it's full of platinum badge people. Wow. So um, who was like that? Did you I tried to see. To you? I tried to see tennis and tennis. Tennis. I couldn't get in to see tennis That's because there was it was full of platinum badge holders. Well, it sounds like well, we, now tennis. with tennis, the nest. The next big new thing is congrats, <laughs> tennis, dude. Tennis. Yeah. tennis off. I, we I, just I broke the news. I tried. <laughs> tennis was full. Tennis. I couldn't get in. Uh, most of their shows I can get into though. Just there was some lines. Tennis is a um, band, by the way. I saw tennis is a good band. He wasn't getting I, into a tennis match. I, I wasn't, there was no tennis courts uh, there, but I saw some really good artists. Um, Jacob, I ran into Jacob several times. Yes. Just we happened to be at the same shows. Um, we were together at the Polyvinyl Showcase, mm-hmm. which is I, really tight. Yeah, that's tight, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I, I had a music, I got a comp music wristband because I was shooting video for uh, KTSW. And uh, I did not get in, I couldn't get into everything in the music wristband because you need to be a, a millionaire to have a platinum badge and everything. <laughs> or you have to be me. Or you have to be Troy. Oh, boom. Um, oh. Hey. But yeah, Troy and I met up at some stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can hear it on my headphones. <laughs> I'm, a very, I'm a very fidgety person. I'm sorry. Um, no, yeah, it was, uh, South by Southwest is a lot of fun. It's also very disheartening having to go to Austin every day for a week for like 12 hours a day and then like you walk you walk like two miles to get somewhere and oh you don't have a platinum badge you can't get into this Jesus. oh no yeah and then you know there's bomb threats getting shows canceled and stuff yeah that happened did you hear yeah. about that guys was it the roots the roots show got canceled because of a bomb threat yeah i heard about but, uh that. the polyvana showcase you both went to that was cool jeff yeah. rosenstock headline there was also like uh white reaper post animal white reaper anna birch lamelda howdy it's a good lineup. I was like, I was like front row for Jeff Rosenstock. I got some sweat on me. Yeah, I think from him. Yeah, sweaty guy. That was good. He's a very sweaty um, guy. I saw. I ended up seeing Japan Droids, which is kind of a throwback. They like haven't been haven't been relevant in a few years, but Didn't they just yeah. put an album last they year. Just, they were yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that today. I was thinking about how they put an album out and it didn't seem to do anything. Yeah, it didn't seem to do anything. They That's they it. they played most of their old stuff. They they you know they're like a they're a bit of a throwback band. Is the boys are leaving town? Is that like a Thin Lizzy reference? Um, the boys are leaving town. Probably, I think so. Leaving town. That would be their final song. It's not a cover. It's the epilogue chapter. The boys are back. Have they ever done that? I mean, that just sounds like something that should happen. That should happen. That song. The thing thing about South by Southwest, I don't think I would ever pay for a badge if I didn't just get my badge because I worked here. I worked at the station. Um, I'd rather just go to a real music festival. But South by Southwest. Well, that's like a thing. Is we. Real music fest. I mean, isn't um, Levitation going to be like that too? Yeah, Levitation's going to be like that just for a week. But, okay, but, but the, the thing about Levitation is that Levitation is like two or three venues. South by Southwest uh, is like two square also, miles. I love it. I Levitation. You buy like per the show, so you can pay like I see. You pay oh, like yeah. forty bucks and go to like the the Panda Bear show and pay like another forty bucks on the Ty Seagal show. That's cool. But you don't have to pay like sixteen hundred dollars no for a wristband. Involved. And to go to like try to get right. in line for a few shows like it is South by Southwest. Who who else was playing uh, Levitation? Uh, Tysagal, Parker Courts, uh, Slow Dive's playing. Slow Dive, uh, Ministry, I think, right? Ministry's playing. I think Electric Wizard. Electric playing. Wizard's playing. They're a good lineup, but it's like it's like that though. You like it's like you you just go to like individual shows that just all happen to be happening in the same like four day span. Dan Deacon is also playing. Yeah, saying, you saying Electric Wizard reminded me for some reason of um, an artist that 
also was meant kind of like uh, Japan Droids, King Tough. Mm. Oh yeah, and oh, he I just like fade. He died. No, no, but he's putting out new. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> he's been putting out new songs like last uh, month or two. Yeah, are they good? Yeah, they're uh, they're different than like his old stuff, but I'm into it. Mm. King right. Tough is a name reminds me of the name Hobo Johnson. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was gonna try to get to that. Uh, Hobo Johnson. Speaking of Hobo Johnson, <laughs> some of you may have seen this video. Um, there is a video of a uh, of a man on the cast. A young, a young curly headed. Young curly man, lad. mustachioed. Who who man. who wanted to make a video? Just a video. It's actually uh, his his uh, his submission to the Tiny Desk concert, NPR Tiny Desk concert, was actually where this video came from. Um, but uh, he chose to do this this strange like like sad boy fake deep um, <laughs> rap over like a post rock instrumental it's the future of music it's it's <laughs> the future of music maybe i hope not if we if we if we can get major publications to unironically coin the term emo rap then we can get this going i can promise you that um i think he sound this is something i saw on twitter so i can't claim it he sounds like he's reading to on pilots uh lyrics while sitting on a washing machine <laughs> look, look, i just i gotta say that look my friend called it he was talking about it just called it he caught he said it was 21 pilots and i thought well, it's, see if it's, anyone else has that take. It's like it. It almost also kind of sounds like um, um. What's that? What's that poster card band thinking of? Law dispute. Law dispute. <laughs> it sounds like oh, yeah. like really oh, really bad nice law dispute. Dude. Like nice. law dispute, but like even sadder. I think, I think and it's, like with less with less musical talent. I think it's more Chain Smokers than Twenty One Pilots because I, I think those are the same band. No, <laughs> no. Let me let me tell you. There's a difference. I have listened to the whole Chain Smokers album. I know what it sounds like. I've never listened to a whole Twenty One Pilots album, but like the Hobo Johnson stuff, it sounds like he's doing kind of like that kind of like youthful like nostalgia thing. Like I'm, I'm trying to make sense of this because Twenty One Pilots do a similar thing, but it's like, man, remember when we were young and we crashed and cars and smoked cigarettes and did all that kind of thing? Yeah, that, that's what well, that's what he's more like, and it's it's just it's honestly just as bad. Hobo Johnson, it wouldn't bother me if his lyrics weren't weren't so like, I'm sad, I can't get girls, feel sorry for me. Like it's like the instrumentals almost the instrumentals good. Like his 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 rapping is almost okay. Kind of sounds like Watsky, but like I'll, I'll let it slide. Um, but like he's just he's oh, just he's just so like his song that like th- is in the video and everyone sees he's talking about is literally just about him like getting coffee with a girl who has a boyfriend and like how sad he is that like she's with someone who's not him. It's like so it's like so pathetic. He looks it's, like that dude. It's total your, friend zone core. He looks like that dude in your local scene that when you look at him, you can already predict he'll be hit with a sexual assault. Yeah. He like months. makes like awkward eye contact with every girl he sees. <laughs> and like he uh, he's very overly friendly. He's very overly friendly. friendly. Touches you. Hobo Johnson, this is your formal invitation. Please come to our studio. You know, let's lay down a few tracks. <laughs> yeah. You fit right in here. Have yeah. Fun. He's he's just I don't get it because like every I, I he's it's so divisive. Like if you search just hobo johnson on twitter you get like half like like roasts of him and half like oh my god this is the future check out this guy he's so good check out this guy i don't even understand god. how he's divisive like i don't even know how this is even like something you can have an opinion on <laughs> like i don't know i mean different strokes but like i don't know how you can like what you hear when you listen to that video 
Just peach peach scone. That's it. Go check that one out. Peach scone is the video we're talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Speaking of peace bone, y'all hear about <laughs> y'all hear about that? Excuse me, what? <laughs> Can we say that again? <laughs> Speaking of peace bone, y'all guys hear about that uh, Sung Tongs tour? Yeah, that's exciting. That reminds me of like, like back. I don't, I don't know if you guys uh, browsed uh, the Mew board on 4chan. I didn't, but I had friends who did. Right now, I was always afraid now of 4chan. Now we're in the day. In the day. I didn't do that. Back now. in the day. <laughs> I'm afraid of 4chan. I, don't, I didn't uh, get it. I went there it. once. I didn't get it. <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> well, the, like, the, there was like a video, like an early video of like um, AB Terror and Panda Bear playing like Sung Tong songs live. And it was kind of like like a very popular joke on the board because it was them like sitting on stage, like making weird yelps and then playing acoustic acoustic guitar and now like everybody's like clamoring for the sung tongs tour and it's interesting like how the tide has changed i'm gonna see it like i'm hyped as hell i love sung tongs i love sung tongs that's good shit it's it i it's gotta be pretty difficult to translate live though i'm like yeah it's 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 weird it's all like tape based they just like (laughs) they play acoustic guitar but everything else is tapes yeah (laughs) Some of the songs on Sung Tongs, like, just, like, I don't understand how they're structured. They just kind of happen and, like, yeah, it's, kind of have very, to catch them as they happen. They've got a certain flow to them. It's like a, um, it's like a stream. I like, uh, I like, like, Mouth Wooed Her, where, it, like, randomly, like, speeds up in, like, a lot at certain points for no right, reason and, like, yeah. slows back down. Like, right. No, that, that album, it's that's bizarre. a great album. It's, it's very odd. And I didn't, I didn't get into it until later. It is, it is the most freak folk, freak folk album. It was... Yeah. It's the freakiest. It's pretty freaky. <laughs> Hobo Johnson sounds like if Lin Manuel Miranda played video games. <laughs> <laughs> if Lin Manuel Miranda was like a gamer gate. Like, yeah. like, I'm just trying to start a conversation about the industry. <laughs> what are you afraid of? <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks for that one, Jake. Back to whatever great. you guys were talking That's about. Great. Yeah. Good, good, um, good. Has anybody else seen any other shows recently? Oh, yeah. I saw Ringo Death Star and Blushing. Oh, um, when did they go to that show? Yeah, it was at uh, Trip Charlie's. Um, I fell asleep, but no one robbed me. I fell asleep in a chair waiting for my friends to get out of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's, that's scary. But no one no one robbed me. And I, I felt yeah. safe, too. So Trip it's, Charlie's. Trip Charlie's, the best lesbian bar in Austin. Yeah, maybe it's just because I got there and I was, uh, I was just, you know, I was shaking everyone's hand. Just, just say, hey, man, shake my hand. And they would. So I felt very safe. It was like a community. Yeah. Is, is it a bar that lesbians run or is it a bar that lesbians go to? It's a gay bar. Yeah, it's, it's a gay bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's, a les- it's a lesbian bar, right? It's like specifically, specifically a lesbian bar? I think it's specifically a lesbian bar. I think the owners are lesbian. And like, if you look like, I don't know. I think, I think it's a gay bar overall, but I think mostly it's like a lesbian owned and operated bar. It's a good bar. I saw. A let's just let's not put labels on it. It's a good bar. Good tasting cocktails. They do have good cocktails. They have good shows too. I once went to my first time. They have good there, cocktails. My too. first time going there was a. Uh, did I say it weird? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? You said like cocktails. You know, Talk-tails. I can't speak English. Cocktails. Woo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my first time going there was like it was on Valentine's Day and it was with the girl I was dating, but we didn't really want her to do like a normal Valentine's Day thing, so we went to a uh, an uh, a feminist punk anti Valentine's Day show. God, you're so Cheer indie. Up Charlie's. <laughs> yeah, it was the indiest so thing I've done in my life. It was awesome. I was gonna call it alt. I was gonna say alt. That's alt. It's love. a little That's alt. alt yeah, love, I think man. it's more alt. That's alt love. Alt is. You've got so much cred. Oh my god. 
I saw um, <laughs> I saw Shit Kid play at uh, Cheer Up Charlie Sir, South by Southwest. Mm. That was a that was a weird show. <laughs> yeah, but what band did you see? I saw. This is a bit. Can you run me through that one? I don't know. I just had like an idea in my head of like this dude in a bar that everybody just called shit kid. <laughs> like that, that doesn't sound that's, like that's what everyone calls Hobo Johnson like in his hometown. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a band name. That sounds like <laughs> like, when, like when there's like children making too much noise out of your room lawn. You're like, ah, chicken. Yeah, chicken, chicken's tight. Chicken's sca- Scandinavian. Yeah, Wrong they're like died. Scandinavian DIY uh, weird shit. I don't oh, know. I see. They, they were like, they're like <sighs> spilling beer all over the stage and like shoving each other. And they're like halfway through the show, they're like, hey, so we want to apologize to Cheer Up Charlie's for trying to steal some stuff yesterday. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Wow. And they just kept playing the set. It was weird. Wow. <laughs> That's dope. That's punk rock right there. Wow. Uh, the one show that we all have in common is that we did see Jeff Rosenstock two weeks ago. We did. That was good. We got. We were all for it. Carpooled. That. Yeah. Four Carpooled. Was, that was a good show. It was a good show. I almost passed out a few times because I was yelling really loudly and I was not prepared oh, man. to physically exert myself. But yeah, he played a really good set. Um, I was into it. He he didn't play Rainbow. I, he played he Ra- played Rainbow for, <sighs> for 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 Jacob and Troy. We Rainbow. saw him play Rainbow. What album is that from? That's from That's Worry. From Worry. Okay, cool. It's part of the medley. But uh, Jeff, if you're listening, like, why'd you do it, man? I'm like, you know, you know, I like ska music. That was, a and yet you refused to play it. He did it purposely. He knew <laughs> I was there, but he made up for it because he played. I'm serious. I'm sorry. That's a really good. That's that's one of my favorites too. My favorite songs. Uh, I looked. I looked on the set list, and apparently he hasn't been playing that much on the tour. It's really good because apparently they've been playing "Hey Allison" a lot, but I think they replaced "Hey Allison" with "I'm Serious, I'm Sorry," which I think is a better song. So I was yeah. happy with it. There's actually those are like the two songs that I listened to off of uh, that album. I listened to a whole album. So that's well, I mean, listen to them at, at some point. But those are the two that like stuck with me. Like I still listen to. You listen to "You in Weird Cities." I guess that one too a little bit. <laughs> Nervous. That's um, it. Nausea. Nausea, right? Nausea. Nausea. Um, Who else was at that show? Chris Farron and Laura Stevenson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Both, Laura Stevenson's both ama- amazing. Chris, Chris Farron's a national treasure. Chris Farron is a treasure. Chris Farron is uh, innovating the way that men and other people play on their own on stage. Yeah. You yes. don't have to uh, have a band anymore. Chris Farron taught me. A solo artist for the century. Um, because not, not only did he have the stage persona... He had he had a, a lights display and he had a visual he display. He did. He had a, when he hit a guitar solo, a graphic came up. It's like guitar solo. It was beautiful. <laughs> that was, if you could sum up his set in like one <laughs> sentence, what Shay just said. And and but I like that that would that would been a great bit one time, but yep. it was every time. He yeah, no, he, he actually had a lot of great bits. Yeah. Honestly, he went with um he had a pre recorded like show announcement. Like I'm yeah. glad to be here in Austin. <laughs> Yeah, and then at the very end, he started his own chant, saying his own name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how many people noticed that, but I noticed him saying away from the mic, "Chris Farin, Chris Farin," <laughs> and also much love to Laura Stevenson, who's great. Great set, yeah. and um, great set, bro. Troy, Troy got me and Jacob all hyped up because apparently he had a friend who told them that they played Bond the Music Industry song yeah, in San Antonio. All right, man, that. 
I, I, what I said was true. What my friend said may have not been true, but everything that I said was true. I said that my friend said, and that was, I true. guess, <laughs> but it, I got all excited because, you know, or Stevenson's up on stage. She's like, I'm going to bring some friends up on stage. And then the other like half of on the music industry gets on stage because yeah. they're all in just band and they just play Laura Stevenson songs. Great songs, but but not bomb songs. Yes, you know, you can't always uh, be right. <laughs> God, you're so right, Troy. <laughs> this you time always, you're uh, right. Be right. Um. Yeah. Um. Other shows. I'm seeing. Uh. I've seen. I'm seeing. Uh. The Mountain Goats soon. I talked about oh, them yes. like several times in this podcast. They're one of my favorite bands. Um. We all love the Mountain Goats. That's gonna be a good one. I think. Excited to uh, hear that stuff. Are they good live? I've never seen them live. I've never either, but I'm I'm excited to see. I've heard they're good live. Uh, There's a lot of songs that they won't play anymore live. Oh, like the going to Georgia. Like going to Georgia. You don't like that song because the the theme of it is kind of. I'm um, going to Georgia is about like um. It's about like, it's like an abusive relationship. Then like. She, he he goes to her and she's just like, oh, you're you're here. Like she just kind of takes him in immediately and doesn't like question the abuse of the relationship. Well, I, I think it's kind of a weird theme. I, I he think like he it. talks about it. Um, he might talk about it on his a Tiny Desk concert. Uh, but it's basically a song about like a guy that like threatens to kill himself because of like the romance and he, he yeah, John he, Green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, John Green. <laughs> John Green before John Green, but like. He he talks about how like that's kind of like a prominent theme, like a toxic theme of like people like yeah. wanting to die for their love, like by their yeah. own hand. And he was in, like, in the, he refused yeah. to play it anymore. In the song, he like shows up to her house with like a gun, and she just like she's just like, oh, she you can put you can put that you can put that gun down. It's okay. We're I love you. Yes, and and it's all this, it's the song is. I would say is decidedly uncritical of this idea. Like yeah. it's not like satirical. It's so. a really, it's a really good song. Though. It's a really, it's good a song. really good song. It's a really great song, but you know that. Um, <laughs> another interesting show coming to Austin soon is the uh, Titus Andronicus tour. Oh yeah, because yeah. he is. This is kind of a solo tour. In I listen. A sense. To, I listen to more of their album. It, it's it's strange. Oh, it sound, uh, productive it, cough. Productive cough. It sounds like, it sounds like they're like. A band that you would just hear like in a random bar. <laughs> it's so good. It's but like, it's bizarre. Like I like, it's not what I thought a Titus Andronicus album would sound like ever. But well, it's 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 not what they usually sound like. But yeah, he, yeah, he's always evolving. But I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but the tour they're doing right now, it's pretty much just like Patrick on guitar and then like a pianist touring with them. Oh, that's and cool. that's it. Wow, which is interesting I that, yeah. because I don't know how that would play out. I think it would adapt well because a lot of their songs, like at heart, are like piano ballads, like a lot of like Springsteen feud, like just soaring songs. But I like, I don't know. I've I've seen Titus Andronicus once before, and I love how wild that show is when they're playing like punk songs and getting wild. But I'll go. Oh, and the the dude from Pile is opening up for him, also Ooh. solo, which is. Very odd I because love, they're also not yeah, like a I love, solo. I love thing. Pile a lot, but I didn't. I didn't think that was. I mean, there, there's situation. Yeah, there, there are some songs from a Hair Shirt of Purpose that I think would adapt well, like yeah. a lot of the slower ones, like uh, Leaning on a Wheel and Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the other one I was gonna say, but that should be an interesting tour, none the least. Uh, in that same vein, Diarrhea Planet will be here in May, I think. 
I've never heard a Diarrhea Planet song. What do they sound like? They're power good. Pop. They're power pop. Do they sound like what their name is? Yes. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad there's still honesty in the industry. <laughs> their, their biggest song is Ghost with a Boner. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, enticing. I like it. Um, who else is coming? You know. Turnstile's coming. I feel like that would be a horrible show. Like Turnstile? I really don't want to be in a room full of people that listen to Turnstile. <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm kind of. I, I I used to go to more hardcore shows. I'm kind of like. I don't like hardcore. Well, what shows? <laughs> I don't like hardcore. Well, the worst part is it's going to be a mix of people. It's going to be a mix of Turnstile fans and it's going to be a mix of Touche Amore fans. Oh. <laughs> and that's just, I don't think it's going to be fun for anybody involved unless you like Turnstile or Touche Amore, which both good bands. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, um, who else is coming? Looking at my bands in town, it looks like Migos is coming to Austin. So. Do, do you need me to stall while you find a good band? Because I just remember something I oh. want to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. go for it. I, yes. listened, I listened to Hello Nasty last week. Oh, nice. Yeah. What is Hello Nasty? Yeah. It's a Beastie Boys album. One time, uh-huh. uh, Instant yeah. Death made me tear up for some reason. Yeah. Uh, it's a good album. Those are some good boys. Yeah, it was cool. I um, What's that first song called? I can't remember. Uh, uh, Super Disco Breaking. Yeah, that song yeah. rules. That's a good song. Did you guys know there's a Star Wars character named Elo Asti? After the album? After the album. I don't know. I hate Star Wars. Uh, and, and Star Wars Episode Seven: colon, mm. The Force Awakens. I don't know if you guys remember, oh, during the final attack on Starkiller Base, right. no. Poe po Dameron's elite squadron of X-Wing fighters. How long do you need me to do this for? Oh, you can <laughs> talk. I mean, I've, I've found, I found a lot, but I don't want to interrupt. Um, You're on a roll. The, there's, there's an alien named Elo Asti, and his only line before dying is, he says, but no damage. Do you remember that guy? No. That's Elo Asti. Let me say really? this right now. Let <laughs> me let me just. <laughs> I think this is one of those things that you kind of need to have a hardcore stance on. Okay. I hate Star Wars. You hate Star Wars. Mm, and I hate oh. you if you watch Star Wars. Oh, why? Just why? letting you oh. know. I hate Star Wars fans. Is that true? Yes, I hate Star Wars fans. If you if you if you watch, I I don't I don't. It was but hate Star Wars. three months ago we were talking. You about just Star said Wars. that you hate Star Wars. Yeah, I lied. What are you? You convictions, man. I was I was being hyperbolic. I hate right. what Star Wars has turned into, but I absolutely hate Star Wars fans. Uh, well, um, last filler, especially to get your bands in town. Look, especially Jacob, I, I saw you tweeting about it. Hate Jacob. Yes. I was listening on Spotify, and I just typed in a song name, and then you know how on Spotify you type in the song name, but then other songs come up. Right, 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 right. You may not know a song came on that I did not know. I thought it was horrible. I look at it. It's David Byrne. David Byrne's new, new David oh, Byrne. David's Byrne new album. I was like, what is this trash? <laughs> David Byrne's like, oh, newest solo album. Let me let me talk about it for a second. You guys yeah. just don't get it. It's weird. <laughs> some of the, some of the songs sound like they're like based on the national anthem, like they're like bizarre. Like can way, you can you like elaborate? I'm gonna on elaborate that? on that real quick. They sound like like too grand for their own good. They sound like they're like huge like like orchestral ballad. Like you know, for those who can't <laughs> see, he's Troy's pumping. I'm his pumping fist, my fist. So we were like really they sound really like quickly like doing like, like what do you call those? Just like curls, like curls. curls. Yeah, curls. they sound like way too. <laughs> now big. we're all they doing sound like it. way too <laughs> big. <laughs> they sound like way like, too big for their own good. They uh, sound like they're like ridiculous. At least he's they're still like experimenting. Bizarre songs. Yeah, I guess. Um, none of it's really good though. Well, you know, you well, can't, you can't, can't, I mean, can't, you can't get all. them all. But At least like, he didn't. What didn't he make an album called "Less Talk, More Head"? <laughs> <laughs> That's real. I'm sorry if you're just hearing about that, but there, I think there's like a 
It's a good name. I can't remember if it was him or the other members of like Chris Chris France and Tina Weymouth. I uh, I think it was all of them without without David Byrne. That's what I think that oh, was. Oh, really? It was? All right. Well, then I yeah. guess, you know, well, now he had to make his. Let's but talk still, about him. He, has to, he had to make his. Uh, yeah. Look, when, when you're an artist and you have a stretch as good as Talking Head 77 to Speaking in Tongues, you have license to do whatever you want for the rest of your life. When When is Speaking in Tongues come out? 83. It's been. Or 84. What are you? Are you saying his license runs out? It expires. I, I, when, when does he does need it, to drop when, another when, classic to renew? When, when does it expire? It doesn't. <laughs> it's lifetime. He is a legend. He can do whatever no, he wants. And so he, can Tina Weymouth and everybody else a, in the band. He's a legend. I just, I really didn't feel any of it. Even the songs that I liked were like, because some of the songs, like, like what I said about his original, his like first single that came out, um, everybody, everybody's at my house or whatever. Um, I said it sounded like an LCD sound system song. And it, it kind of does, but like the rest of the album becomes like these huge piano ballads or like these like huge, like mm-hmm. weird, like over the top songs. It's strange. If it, if it would have been all like that first single or it was all just kind of like, like his like stuff I would expect from him, but like more electronic, I would have liked it. Sounds good. Are you guys going to the last warp tour? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Okay. okay. Jacob. I, I will um, not be attending. We all agree with what Killer sure. Mike said. <laughs> yeah. We all think it was good. It was good. It was good and right. It was good and right. Goodbye. Bye. No. Million Dollar Extreme. No. Shane. Right. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know, man. Or is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it leaving time? It's it's almost leaving time. It's uh, you know, it it flew by. It did. It really did, really did, it really yeah, did yeah. fly by. I think this um, has been like our most like rambling episode. Our most ever. rambling no, episode. We talked about Halo for it's, like 20 minutes. Yeah, no, the, the last year been fluid. Last year yeah. been fluid. Yeah, this but one, last we, we hit a lot of topics this time. We, um, yeah. To, fit, to, to jump off what uh, what Shay said at the end, yeah. uh, we do not agree with what Killer Mike said. Um, yeah. For the record, <laughs> Killer yeah. Mike, it was a really weird tonally for Killer Mike. I feel like Killer Mike's always been not. Yeah, all I'll say. Um, yeah, all I'll say is is that in the beginning of the video, the dude, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Kalyan Noir. I don't know. Um, he he was talking about like in all these, like spinning these like grand myths about like the Constitution, the Second Amendment, and it just seems to me that Killer Mike's music, like, is free of those narratives and doesn't believe in those narratives. And like, it's true that like he didn't really utter the phrase Second Amendment only once in the interview, and it seems like the other guy was initiating it. But it just to do it through the NRA, you know, kind of like Second yeah. Amendment concerns. Like, I get, I thought. get. Killer Mike is like very far left wing and some far left wing people have like, I mean, the, have like, have like the opinion of like, we have to arm the working class. And I, I get if that's where yeah. he was coming from, but he did it through the NRA, yeah. which is bizarre. I thought it would maybe like take like a, the tone and like, um, talking about the black Panthers having basically like when people would pull people over in, in Oakland, the cops would pull people over. They'd, you know, like just stand by them writing a ticket with their rifles, you know? And um, then late, I can't remember, the act in California was passed to disarm them. So I don't know. But that point never came. It never came. You know who's know. never problematic? The Beastie Boys. It's <laughs> true. They've actually never been Not problematic. once. Are you yeah. Sure? And when they Are were, sure? it was kind of, they, they said it was all. They joke. were, said, but then I they said, got they, over they, it. They, you know, they, they like, were, and then they did get over it. They did get over it. I'll, you know. When they were first breaking, they were a little. Yeah, even if girl, it was ironic. Girls, still, look, if, yeah, if you yeah. say some naughty things in your songs. Yeah. It's, it's okay. The thing is. You could say some naughty things. Saying some naughty things isn't as bad as making like a fully produced video with the with the NRA. Um, yeah. 
that's that's a little far. That's well, a little I was much. I was speaking exclusively about the Beastie Boys. Yeah, I don't really care about what Killer in, Mike in, said. In relation to what Killer Mike said, making a fully produced video and working with and probably being paid by, for being honest, uh, the NRA. It's kind of like is, uh, is a little weird. The Beastie Boys are kind of like uh, like Ween, <laughs> like you know they said a little bit. They've said a, very, a lot of very naughty things in their music, very bad things. But it was fun. But they're good boys they're good, in good real boys. life, except they're good for boys at heart. Except for Gene Ween's now now non-existent rampaging drug addiction, mm. but he's clean mm. now. He's clean yeah. and fat. Gene Ween got fat. I want. Cards. Let's let's lay it all out there. I don't want to play no games here. Gene Ween got fat. <laughs> just, all right, no, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that though. I I I'm, Papa Gene. Though. How old is he? Old as hell. When I'm old, old as hell, dessert. I hope I'm fat and no one cares. Hey, <laughs> they're still out there. I hope they come back to Texas because like they played a show at Stubbs, like right under my nose. Come apparently, back to Texas. <laughs> it's just not the same, same since, since you went away. Come, I bet you missed your exes. <laughs> I forgot all about. Did you know that? that you know, did you know that they played a show at Sewell Park once here in San Marcos, Texas? Bowling for bowling for soup. Bowling for soup. Bowling for soup played at Sewell Park, like two year, like two or three years ago. At Shane High, high School, but before I even went there, uh, before either of us went there, we won a radio contest and we had uh, international pop star Jay Sean. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. I remember that. Yes. Baby, are you down, 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 Yes, the very same. I bet you played that. I bet it was wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. We entered a contest to get Tegan and Sarah to come they, play at our school. They, they, had played, they played in North Austin. They had Jay Sean, and when Shane and I were in high school, they had they brought a half pipe onto the football field and told us not to smoke cigarettes. That's beautiful. Do you remember that? No. What? Yeah, no. They yeah, they had a whole thing about like like cigarettes are bad, don't smoke cigarettes. And just a bunch of speakers saying that and a half pipe in the background and people doing like skateboard and BMX it's tricks. like rolling over cigarettes. Like that's what we think of cigarettes. It was mm. all over. Speaking of Texas high schools, have you guys come around on the idea that Oblivion by Grimes <laughs> is the greatest song of all oh, time? Oh, that's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good song. Have you seen the music video where she's like... That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, she's at like a football stadium and she's like just filming a music video but everyone else seems like unaware well, that she's like, filming a music video. When I, when I saw like that video, like it made me think because like, like I said, we're all Texas high school boys here. Yeah. And we all know how it feels to be at a Texas high school football game. Yeah. And I'm just imagining being in the bleachers and then seeing fucking Grimes yeah. just like, <laughs> like hanging out with the music. football players. I liked it. I, 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 I showed that music no, video I love in, my, in, my, in my panel. It's yeah, like, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, football stadium. Great for that last show with Jerry <laughs> in the stadium. July 95, Soldier Field, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace indeed. This in this podcast I was gonna say earlier has been like a Jerry Garcia solo. Fluid, you know. <laughs> not you know, all sorts of techniques. Fluid and adventure replaced by John Mayer. Yeah, not a problem. Not are are a problem. we playing the game? Hey guys, it's me, John Mayer. <laughs> there he is. Jacob <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing? Are we doing <laughs> characters now? We're doing John Mayer impressions. Uh, um, what is jo- I don't know what John Mayer sounds like. Uh, I don't know either. One time I saw. Okay, so this is vaguely related. Wandering. I saw. I went. To, I was at a Mac DeMarco concert once. Uh, oh, yeah, one which time. one? I might have been there. Uh, was it the one at Stubbs? Like, like pretty recently. Yeah. Well, the, the most recent the garden. One? The garden opened. The garden opened. Oh no, I don't think it was that one. I saw the yeah. one before. It's, yeah. So it was I was at. I was at a Mac DeMarco concert um, with some friends. You know, I didn't go to a Mac DeMarco concert because you know. Like, with some friends, they wanted to go. You know, I can't. I can't. You don't. You don't, you fully, don't gotta. You don't I can't gotta fully admit that yeah. I wanted to go. Okay, whatever. Anyways, uh, he played. He played a. 
he played a, a John Mayer song. What John Mayer song? Um, what did he play? What's the really popular John Mayer song? I, Body f- is a Wonderland. Body is a Wonderland. That's what he played. Thank you. Oh yeah. He nice. played that, and like at the end, he just soloed for like way longer than he should, like comically long, and then he just like <laughs> started. Amazing. He started shouting, "I'm John Mayer," like, over and over again <laughs> while he was still playing the solo. I love it. And he was just like, <laughs> like was like, "I'm John Mayer." I love soloing more than yelling. I'm John Mayer again. He's got. I saw um, him at the gatefold for Salad Days. He's got like a little Grateful Dead flag. Yeah, but yeah. he he just he just dived into that, and he just he just like that last like fifty that bit last like fifteen minutes of him just shouting like covering a John Mayer song and shouting on John Mayer <laughs> and playing guitar solos. Yeah, the last um, it was bizarre. The last thing he did in my show was he played we he just played like the intro to like uh, Enter Sandman. Just, like, yeah, just, I heard like, him do that. No singing. Just, what a weird guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, y'all like Rob Thomas? Any, Rob Thomas? No, not really. Smooth, smooth featuring Ra- Rob Thomas of Maxbox Twenty. Yes, <laughs> great song. Actually, not smooth. I'm talking about "Don't Want to Be Lonely No More." <laughs> now, now this is like also Grateful Dead song still, and that we're just gonna like solo till we fade out. Yeah. Let's, are we are, just, we are we doing a thing just, where we talk about our like iconic like musicians that we like? I'll talk about Jeff Rosenstock. You talk about um, the Mountain Goats. I we talk about Grateful Dead. I don't know what you like, Jacob. Carly Ray Jepsen? You talk about Mega 64, man. Carly Ray Jepsen. 64, yeah. Sh- uh, shout know. out to... Mega, uh, shout out. Yeah. Shout out. We can, we can talk about, you know, those next next time. This All time, right. I think it's about time to close I out. I think we wrapped up. I think we hit every... Can, we, can we put our hands in the middle? We hit, we hit, we hit everything that we wanted to talk about. Jacob's hands feel really clammy right now. If you can't see, our hands are kind of separated by a thin layer. Three. Rock. Rock. Rock and roll. All right. Thank you.